0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back into the Dogs Football Podcast. Yeah, not your normal host to kick us off here, but yours truly, No Lurch, coming to you. Wanted to bring you some, go on what happened this week. We've got some big recruiting news. Um, we're going to go around the FCS. We're going to cover the interviews that we heard this week. Um, hopefully, you you listen to them as well. Um, then we're going to preview the Leathernecks, what you guys to expect tomorrow. What you expect to see from the Leathernecks. Um, yeah, winless team, but you never know. Um, but let's just kick it off. We got some big recruit news on Wednesday. Um, we get a new commit to the 2023 uh class. This time our first defensive back commit, and that is Jameer Khan, a defensive back Lee Summit North High School coming out of the Kansas City area, six foot one sixty. Uh According to six-star football, 37th-ranked player in the state of Missouri, fifth defensive back. So adding this guy to our our pretty good, solid, loaded class already. Um, This is a big one. We got him over the schools of likes Army, North Dakota, SEMO, Arkansas State, Northern Iowa, South Dakota. I believe he took a – here recently took a visit to Iowa, I believe no offer there, but um, getting a guy like this to add, add to our class, put him in the young DB room. Um, we know I got some veterans that could potentially be gone after this year, so this is a big time ad just jumping into um, Jameer and the Lee's Summit North Broncos. They're seven and one on the year. They dropped their first game of the year, but they have rattled off seven in a row. They are on the road tonight against Lee's Summit West. So Lee's Summit West, two and five on the year. So about to hopefully make it eight in a row, make it eight and one in on the year, getting ready um, here close to um, post-season football here in high school. Um, this season really has flown by. I mean, it's already almost, we're mid-October already. So um, this is a big time ad. I really like this talent on the to add to this back end. He has 26 total tackles on the year. He's averaging four tackles a game, one TFL. That's a big time coming from that. Um, Sacks-wise, we know we know. on Coach Petrino's defense, we like to blitz our corners and our DBs sometimes. He does have a sack on the year. Um, he doesn't have an interception, but he leads his team with pass deflections um, with four. I believe he has a fumble recovery. He took it back like 96 yards to the house, I saw on one of his highlights. So um, welcome, Jameer. Can't wait to add um, you to this class and get you here to Carbondale and Maroon next year. So um, good luck this weekend. Jumping into our other commits games, uh, might as well stay in the state of Missouri. And our guy, Logan Minton, I believe he got some love today, tweeted out that he's battling for a conference title. Um, they are five and two, two in a row. Um, big win last week over their rival Eureka. Um, Eureka was previously undefeated before that. Um, they're on the road again, four and three. Written our team. Um, so best of luck, Logan, this weekend. Um, let's just go down south. Let's go down south to Georgia. Crisp County Cougars and our guy Amir Dwight. Um, they're four and three. They got over that 500 mark last week. Um, so they look to start a winning streak here. They're on the road. A tough four and two Carver team, so um hopefully get on a row, get that five and three mark and start a winning streak before uh post postseason play starts. Um down south in um Alabama. Our guy, one of our newest commits, our wide receiver commit, Cameron White. Tough season so far for the Huntsville Panthers. They've dropped two in a row. Um four and four in the year um this week. They played last night actually, lost at home against a five and three Sparkman team. 55-14. So a tough loss there. Um for Cameron White um and the Panthers. Hopefully they can bounce back next week, get over that five hundred mark. Um not sure how playoffs go down in Alabama. I don't know if it's like some other states with our commits where, um, it's it's regionals, it's districts. Everybody gets to play, um, anybody. But hopefully that's the case, and he can still put up some points, um, in the postseason. Also down in Alabama, on our two commits at Prattville High School, the Lions are six and two, five in a row winners. Um, they played last night as well, forty-two eighteen win on the road against an 0-8 high school so big win there for two commits down there Um, exciting to add them they are on a winning streak five in a row next week they have a home game against Auburn so hopefully they can continue on a roll also down south um, in Florida Caleb Wagner five and two Baker Gators two in a row for them They are at home tonight against a four-and-three Blountstown team, so um, hopefully continue that winning streak and gets another big game. He came off a four-touchdown game last week. Um, Moving out west, out in Kansas, our our guy Miles Walsh out there, um, linebacker commit, coming off a tough loss last week against Mays by one point. Um, They're still four-and-two on the year, looking pretty good. They're on the road against May South this week, three and three May South team. So um they're looking to be back on their winning ways before they wrap up the season next week. Um coming back to Illinois our home state. Our game, our guy Blaine Halley up north, our offensive line commit. Um, the Olympia Spartans won last week to get over that five hundred mark. They're four and three. Um they're on the road against a tough Auburn team, five and two this week. Uh Olympia really needs this win to get into the playoffs. Um, so this is a big one. They can get to five and three marks. They have a home game for senior night next week, to wrap up the season in a winnable game. So you get a tough win on the road at Auburn this week. You get go continuing the season long. continue your season, season. So best of luck, Blaine. And over in Indiana, our guy, Aiden Durig, um, and the Crown Point Bulldogs, I mean, eight in a row, eight and oh, still running the table on the road tonight against a 2 and 6 Michigan City team so expect the Bulldogs continue to roll running the table i mean 8 p m game tonight so going to be a good one on the road expect another blowout so they have outscored their opponents i know i read it a couple weeks ago but it's up to 321 to 119 they've outscored their opponents so the Bulldogs are Beating anybody that comes in front of them. So, um, really good season going for our guy, offensive line commit, Aiden Durig. So, best of luck to our commits this weekend. Once again, welcome, Jameer. Excited to add you to this team um, and this class. Um, can't wait to get to Carbondale. Hopefully, maybe you can take a visit to one of our games. We know we got a big home game, several home games, and a bigger one towards the end of the season. So, just jumping around the FCS, we'll go around the FCS here real quickly. Um, we know we got a really big game to watch. Um has big time Missouri Valley standings um implications. And that's the South Dakota State Jackrabbits traveling to the Fargo Dome to play North Dakota State. So, um Two best teams in the country, in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinion. So hopefully, um, we can get a win there, or we can. I'm hoping we're, we we avoid schedule wise South Dakota State this year. So if they win, that means North Dakota State comes in here with another loss on their resume. Um, but other than that, around the valley and around the FCS, not a lot of good games this weekend. Uh, Indiana State travels to Youngstown, South Dakota. Um, who lost their or who their OC slash quarterback coach stepped down? I believe. Um, travels to Illinois State. Um, they had Northern Iowa plays a non-conference game this week in Utah Tech. So, other than that, um, just thinking SEMO, I believe is off this week, so they have the bye. Um, then the incarnate word uh just teams we played is on the road against Nickel State so expect a big win for incarnate word there so other than that around the FCS not a lot going didn't want to mention uh Nick took a listen Nick took a listen to um Sam Herder's podcast um gave us credit for a win but still not a love not a lot of love from Sam Herder he was more dis he thought it was more disappointing for Missouri State has turned out and them losing another one. So he gave us our props, but not a lot of props. So really, really can't understand still. I know, I believe in his mailbag last week, somebody, an SIU fan sent in, what's your beef with SIU? Um, He said he doesn't have one, but obviously the tough start to the year, probably after our tough start, he pretty much – deleted us from his mind and doesn't give us a lot of love. So uh didn't want to mention Kennesaw State is making the jump to the FBS and joining Conference USA. So that's that's interesting to keep an eye on. Um, I know Missouri State um, eventually will probably look to join a conference, uh, maybe the Sun Belt, maybe the Conference USA, not sure exactly, but I believe Petrino and the athletic department um the way they're building their basketball team with Dana Ford. It'd be really interesting to see what kind of jump they'd be able to make as a whole. Um but yeah, other than that, nothing really going around the FCS this week. Um so not a lot of games. Some teams have some buy a lot of good teams have buys. So um jumping into the interviews um on Monday, right after our podcast ended, tuned in to the in the doghouse, Javon Williams m v c offensive player of the week um, talked about um, they asked him about the rough start how it was a leader on this team um how they battled back and he really just talked about the defense and the defense really starting to gel and doing what they're supposed to executing the game plan and they knew the success would come um then at the end of the end of the interview they did ask uh to since he's a Southern Illinois guy from Centralia, what he would sell guys on coming to um, SIU and want to play because a lot of guys want to go out of state. One a lot of people in this area, they grew up here. They want to go to school elsewhere. They want to get out of here. So um, he gave his he, he he sold us on what he thinks why he comes here. Um, so it's big time to get those guys. If those guys capable of playing at our level. In this area we've I me and Nick pleaded for um, Vincent Newsom last year from Marion to come over he's now he came we got him so uh if there's anybody in this area that can play we need to go get him there's no reason we should let him out so um Javon sold us on that um, he is on the all time points and rushing yards list um so Mike Reese does a really good job keeping up with these with these lists, um, we get to know exactly um, where people stand on these lists. He did do a twenty-year uh, increments list as well. But Javon, we know what Javon does. It was excited to see him do what he does. He does it all for us. He's our really our team MVP. But rushing yards list, he is seventh all time. Um, he needs he needs over 100 yards to reach the next guy in the Amos Bullocks um, from the 50s and early 60s. Rushing TDs-wise, he is third all-time. He's got a long way to get Arky Whitlock on that list. So, um, Hopefully, Javon, he had two last week. Hopefully, he continues strong. Strong stretch here to finish off the season. Um, the 20-year increments, really good job, really interesting. Uh, By Mike Reese yesterday. Since 2003 to now, SAU is 136 and 94. The increments before that, 1983 to 2002, we were 81 and 143. That that stretch is just really ugly. ugly. And if you take away that 83 national championship team, which we were 13 to one season, that just makes that stretch so much horrid. So. Since 03, just showing the winning percentage at fifty nine percent over that five hundred mark. Hopefully it's gonna continue that way, the way this program and Nick Hill and his staff has it going. So just wanted to tell you that guys that. Um we did just some other things here before we preview these leathernecks. Uh, did see and Sam Herder did not put out a bracketology this week, but did see uh underdog dynasty. And uh, Jared Miller put out his October edition, um, predicting the playoffs. He has North Dakota State as the one seed, so expecting him to have them win tomorrow against the Jackrabbits. But he does have the Salukis in, obviously, at this point. Uh, Just some first-round matchups. He has Campbell at Chattanooga. Um, I feel like that's a really good game um, to watch out for. Samford at UT Martin Um, Simo is going to go to Mercer, Davidson at North Dakota, Sacred Heart at William & Mary and Fordham at Delaware so there's some really interesting games but he has your Salukis um, on the road at Villanova so they would have to head out east to play the Wildcats who aren't having having the same level of success they've experienced the last couple of years but they should be a playoff team if we were to learn that we would have to go on the road to Holy Cross who a lot of people are high on right now so that'd be an interesting matchup I like the favor of that but the road would good still go through South Dakota State to get on to move on farther in the playoffs so that's interesting I like those matchups Phil Nova and Holy Cross Um Not a lot of those teams play teams from our conference and aren't really prepared, don't play a schedule like we do. So I like those matchups. But let's just jump in. Um, We had some more um, NFL teams visit this week. Um, I believe the Vikings were in town uh, just looking through our feed here. Um, We had some more um recently the vikings were in town the bills um Knicks chargers still have not yet to come to town i'm sure they will soon um the whole nfl would be um not very smart because we got some talent here here interesting to see what happens um the rest of the way uh we have some other interviews to cover here um just going in um to the antonio fletcher interview um was a really good interview. Talked about if you haven't listened to it yet, talks about how we got here and really what led him here. Obviously, he was at Arkansas State with some decent played with some played on some really good Arkansas State teams. Um, but there was obviously a coaching chains, Butch Jones um came in there. He said the coaching staff really wanted a rebuild and that's not what he wanted. So we jumped in the portal and he ended up here and he's really started to fit in here. He really likes coach Petrino really letting the DBs feel what, feel what they're doing and really lead the way, really just play free and play like Antonio does. Um, Love watching this guy play. So Um, does have another year, but continues to hopefully if he finishes season strong, he could have a look at the NFL. And then Mike True today had a Javon Williams interview. Um, it was a good one if you get to te- check that out yet. Um, then some other things um, before we preview the Leathernecks here. Um, the voting for the Helmet Tracker, and we still lead the Missouri Valley. Um, we retweeted that if you get to vote. Um, I think it was at 58% today that I looked at um, today. Um, I placed my vote today, so that's cool. And the helmet and the helmet tracker, um, it's pretty cool to see the different conferences, looking at the different helmets. We still lead the pack in the Valley, so you get to vote. It's on our feed. We'll go find the helmet tracker and uh, vote for us because I like our white helmets. Um, so go vote for that. Then there's some other little things here before we um, preview the weather next. Seahawks. And Ryan Neal hosts the Cardinals this week, so that's only really our only S. A. U. player active on the fifty-three man right now. Um, then just some other offers, really quickly, um, that I should have mentioned with the recruiting stuff. Did offer some JUCO guys this week and some other high schools, high school guys. But um, first one was one is a defensive tackle. At Ellsworth Community College and Jalen Vaughn, uh, Isaiah Harchip quoted it and said, Yep, let's go with the uh, fingers crossed emoji and the fire emoji. So um, hopefully that'd be a big, big body defensive guy at 6'1, 300 to add to that. Then another one, an edge rusher uh, on Monday, Jackson Filer. Um, He's a first team. Uh, or he's a first team all conference and JUCO All-American, All American, Oliver mentioned um, at Iowa Western. He's also all time sacks and tackles for loss leader at Iowa Western. He's a 6'3, 230 pound edge rusher. So that'd be a big time ad because we're not sure exactly who we have left on that edge rusher start next year. So SEMO did shortly offer him um, after us, but. If we could add a guy like that, um, then today we offered a high school guy um, that would be a really nice ad as well. Um, he's an athlete, and Chris Presto has a 4.5 GPA, um, plays at Cardinal Newman High School, um, 6'2", 204, so that's another guy. Uh, mid-season highlights, he tweeted out, he has 409 yards and six TDs, so Maybe another receiver to add. Not sure. That's be another Florida guy. Um, a guy to watch out for. So let's just jump into these Leathernecks. Obviously there's not much to cover. It's kind of a lowly game like we talked about, mentioned, but we can't overlook them because uh this is the Missouri Valley. Anything can happen. We've seen seen some weird things before happen. This Leathernecks team took us overtime last week or last year um, It took a Ja'Cory Patterson defensive stop on a two-point conversion um, to get us the victory. Uh, But going into this game, Javon Williams has 37 career touchdowns. He needs one more to surpass Cornell Craig for third place all time. So that's big time. Um, But these Leathernecks, um, Myers Hendrickson is the new coach. He's taken over this program. He was at Kansas-Westland when he was 31-11 at Kansas-Westland. This is team, like I said, winless 0-5. Um, they played at UT Martin to start the year, at Minnesota, um, lost at home against Southern Utah, Northern Iowa, at South Dakota State last, Or two weeks ago, coming off a bye. So Leathernecks are 7-3 and in their last 10 games of coming off a bye. They traveled down to Carbondale, a scene where um, they made the trip down today, and they are here already. Uh, this is the 66th meeting uh, between the Salukis and Leathernecks. Um, Leathernecks lead the all-time series 37 to 25, and there was four ties along the way. Um, we have split the last six meetings with each team winning three, obviously. Uh, Southern Illinois, uh, your Salukis have won two straight overall, so. Uh, last time we met in Carbondale, it was a 34-31 win for Western Illinois back in 2018. Uh, so it's interesting to see what happens here. Obviously, guys to watch out for on this team, they struggle to run the ball, but they have one of the top receivers in the country. Uh, Nassim Brantley, he ranks among the top receivers in the FCS. He's he has five receiving touchdowns on the year to tie for 12th and his 99 receiving yards per game. ranks him eighth in the country. His team was picked last in the Valley. No preseason, um, all Valley candidates. Um, yeah, but this is a team, like I said, struggles to run the ball. We know their quarterback and some of their receivers are Ro- Rochester, uh, former Rochester teammates with Nick Baker. And the Cox twins, um we know Clay Bruno is their starting quarterback, so um former Rochester Rockets, I believe Rochester's coaching staff will be down here for this weekend, and some other receivers also from Rochester, this is just a game you started owing to you can't drop this one. people think uh this could be a trap game playing a winless play, winless team, but I don't think so. I don't see it happening. Starting 0 2 and then where we came from, we got to continue. Like I said last week before the Missouri State game, we can't worry about the other team sometimes. SIU can always be their biggest opponent. We got to focus on us, just stick to the game plan, execute, do the right things, no penalties. Um, to get this victory, like to see an impressive victory. Um, Expected to probably be mid-20s in the spread. Um, I think they were 37-point underdogs or something like that two weeks ago at South Dakota State. So I'd say for us, in the mid-20s, need a big victory here. Um, just shortly jumping into some dogs of the game. Um, Nick's picks for dogs of the games this week. Um, DJ Johnson on defense, see if he matches up with their top receiver. Um, That's a really good pick. I like that pick. For defense, I think I'm going to go – I'll go to the other side. I'll go with David Miller. Um, We know we don't travel a lot of our DBs, so our DBs are going to have to be good and focused this week um, to stop a really good passing attack um, with um, their top receiver being one of the tops in the country. Um, offensively, he's going to with Justin Strong. Justin Strong uh, had to be taken out of the game last week, banged up. Probably could play through it, but he's back. We'd like to see guys get going. Saw Sean Lester, who uh, Javon gave a shout out to um, in the doghouse. So um, we saw the bowling ball get going last week and with Sean Lester, the true freshman from down in Georgia. So, um, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Nick Baker. He's got some teammates on the other side and Clay Bruno, the other quarterback. So I think he has a big game and outshines his former teammates. Um, That'd be a really good game. We need to see Nick going. Um, Did see this week uh, somebody put out their top 15 quarterbacks in the FCS. Did not have Nick Baker on there. Um, I don't think that is right. Nick Baker is truly one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the FCS, in my opinion. So. Um, A lot of love, not a lot of love that goes out to Saluki players when they put out those lists, and not having uh, Nick Baker on there is pretty good. Not, not a good sign. I mean, having they said he was just outside the list and basically an honorable mention. But um, if you don't think Nick Baker isn't a top fifteen quarterback, think you're pretty crazy, and you need to watch some more Saluki football. Uh, That's probably a biased opinion, but yeah, just just recapping um, what I think it's a big game. Obviously this first game against this new coaching staff over there at Western, we just need to, like I said, keep it simple. um, Do what we do best. Um, Let's run the ball more. I like seeing LaShawn get going last week. Um, I like to see our running back committee and Javon Williams get going, set up the pass game, find the Cox twins, Jacob Garrett, uh, Bryce Miller, um, it's the one to watch out for as well. So, uh, big opportunity. It's homecoming. Let's get out there, enjoy the homecoming crowd. Hopefully it's a big one. Um, hopefully we can get up to 10,000. I'd really like to see us hit that mark um, against these. Obviously, it's an 0-5 team, but um, it's a big homecoming game. It's a big overall. We need to continue this winning streak. We are on here. Um, we're going to continue to climb for our aspirations uh, here to win a Valley championship. We're right at the top. The two top teams play each other. So uh, we can get it. We can gain a game on one of them this week if we take care of business tomorrow at 2 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Um, if you can't make it to the game, check it out. Turn on Mike Reese and Mike Trude on 103, 101.5 CILFM. And that's, le- that's going to wrap us up today. Can't wait to get out there tomorrow. It's supposed to be good football weather. Um, great, beautiful fall weather. So, going to be nice and sunshine. Uh, so, can't wait for to get another victory tomorrow for the Salukis. So, all as always, we'll see you guys on Monday to recap the game. And always, go, dogs.